0: When I woke up this morning I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's your time. This is the bold nonsense podcast. We might as well have a good time. Walt Disney. Dynamite drop-in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. Oh, <laughs> oh big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bales. Oh. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. I'm a bunch of aholes. Welcome to the 21st century, Buck Rogers. Welcome in, friends. Hello. How are you? This is uh, technically episode 45 of the Bold Nonsense podcast. But remember, uh, if you listened to last week, you'll know. It's kind of a two-week, two-episode week. What am I trying to say here? Help so, me out. Let me, let me stop you right there. So is this going to be episode 45? And the bonus episode is going to be 46? Or is this going to be part 1 and then there's a part 2? I think, yes. Let's do that. Okay. We'll go episode 45, part 1. Yes. Episode 45, part 2. Yes. Thank you, Smooth. Yes. This is still Smooth, also known as PTO should know that by now probably. Back in action. Yeah, back in action. Um, We're actually on the mic uh, and I'll save all the intro stuff for for the big one. Yeah, this is the small one. So pretty much this is how it's going to work. Smoove and I we're about to go through the news. Bales is currently on a plane back to the 503. Literally just texted us. He's safely on board. Yep. We'll see if he safely make it safely makes it off board. I love. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, I love the dedication. Cause I'm this guy. I didn't peg Mike as this guy, but Bales texted us. His flight left at nine 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 thirty, um, local time. But he was at the airport like three, three and a half hours early. Yeah. And I love it. It shows that he, he wasn't, he wasn't no, going to miss his time, time with miss. his boys. He was yeah. going to be here no matter if he had to sit at the airport for a yeah. couple extra hours. He was just going to do that. He wasn't he was missing gonna his flight. Hitchhike on, on the runway. Yes. I Stuff love that. Stuff like that. So he's on the plane. We're here to do the news. And then uh, that's going to come out tonight, like right away. Tomorrow, the regular day, is going to be all three of us there will probably be some shenanigans. Um, we'll, we'll let you know all about that. But that's when we'll do all the fun stuff. Our one thing in a winter, recess, random thoughts, and trivia. We'll get it all out of the way, PTO picks everything. So tonight is just smooth and I going with you uh, through the news. Let's get to it. You know what? Uh, I think you left out something very important. What? That I was looking forward to with the absence of at St. Bales. What is what? today's date? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> it is 1221 2018. That is December 21st, 2018. I, I am so Disney. I am very sorry. I, I was ready. I prepared. I, I didn't know that, <laughs> that I, This is becoming a battle yeah. of wills between yeah. you two. I'm, I'm taking a spot. God knows who <laughs> will come out on top. Okay, now let's go to the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you. So stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 We're news, news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom, goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Let's go to the news and we'll start with the Pro Bowl rosters coming out in the NFL. Uh, The Pro Bowl rosters, pretty much. I'm going to be honest. There were a lot of so-called snubs this year, and I think that's because uh, there are a lot of good players in the NFL. That tends to happen. But uh, the biggest story really came from Darius Leonard, the rookie linebacker for the Colts, who leads the league in tackles and also has seven sacks on the season as an off-the-ball linebacker. He was not voted to the Pro Bowl. He's an alternate as of this point. And he was was very upset and said that he was going to have 40 tackles against the Giants to make up for it. He was not happy. So correct me if I'm wrong, or please explain how this works. Pro Bowl, is it strictly based on fan votes? No, it's fan, writer, coaches... I think that's it. What is more corrupt? And I think I know your answer. The college football playoff committee or Pro Bowl selection? Pro Bowl selection. (laughs) Do you think really? Yeah. What do you mean corrupt? It's not corrupt. It's just that fans don't know what they're doing. Fans don't know what they're voting for. I'm fine with that, though. Baseball used to do it like strictly (laughs) fan votes. They voted in Mike Piazza <laughs> after he retired. <laughs> like you think about That's the people who've made it. Yeah, you think about people who've made it in the NBA. Frank Thomas. Like, <laughs> I would vote Frank Thomas every year. But didn't Kobe make it? Like after he retired, like those kinds of things happen with like fans. like the ride and stuff. Yeah, like the people would just vote for who they know because they they don't always pay that much attention. Yeah, um... but there are a lot of people who are not super happy. Alvin Kamara didn't make it. He was not, well, he thought it was funny. Give me your biggest snub and your biggest, um, hey, he deserves the uh, Pro Bowl slot. James Conner deserved it, and I'm glad he made it. And Darius Leonard, honestly, is probably the biggest snub. He leads the NFL in tackles. Hey, man, but the, you need to, you need to get the fan vote. Get the fan vote. He's a rookie. Hey, sorry, man. He's a rookie linebacker, so unless you're like... So the people who made it... What are you crying I, about? You're a rookie. I believe, it, I believe it was... He leads the league in tackles. Hey, put in Nobody your Nobody has more tackles than he does, plus he has seven sacks. Hey, well, you know, go home, think about it, get better, get snubbed next year. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I'm Probably. looking at this right now, though. Uh, and <laughs> but who cares about the Pro Bowl that much, anyway? Oh, I care, Do, Do you watch it? No. I've yeah. never watched a minute of it. Uh, I do like they're playing the, now these like games, right? like almost like mini mini camp games, right those are those are much better than the actual game. The game sucks. I like yeah. I watched a little bit of those mini games yeah. whatever, I watch that every games. year. Those they are should sick. Make, they should have more of those. Cut the game, give me more of those and yeah. and put the games in like a competition like like bracket, you know, like yeah. some like yeah, break it down like that. Yeah. I would like to see that. Um, but no, just looking at this right right away, I see one, two, three, f- four Chiefs. Yep, on the offensive side. I think they side. were. I feel like they were second. Behind on who? The, on the Chargers had the most, <laughs> and they had seven people on the on the Pro Bowl in the Pro Bowl. They had the most. That's the NFL saying. Sorry, we stuck you in a football stadium. Here's a here's a bow. You mean a soccer stadium? Soccer stadium. A football, that's what I meant. football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, don't care about the uh, Pro Bowl. I'll watch some of the mini-games. Uh, Darius Leonard, we'll see you next year. Do you care about Cam Newton? Um, yeah, because uh, he was my quarterback. Ah. Um, well, he's he's not even the Panthers quarterback no, anymore. No, because uh, the Panthers, Panthers are shutting down Cam Newton after... Trying to diagnose what's what's going wrong with his shoulder um, I was listening to some snippets from Cam and he was saying there hasn't been a day these past couple uh, you know past couple weeks where he hasn't uh, done some sort of massage physical therapy acupuncture on that shoulder, but they just can't get it right It's like the the Markel Fault situation it's so effed up and it's yeah. so sad because I don't even though I'm kind of straying a little bit. But even though Markel is not my guy, you feel bad for athletes like that. You want yeah, them to play. I feel play, bad for you know? Markel Fultz. He's 18, 19. I know. Like lay off. I feel the same way about Nathan Peterman. Like, okay, we got to lay off the guy at some point. He's a young child. Do you, uh, you opened up another. Both of works. those guys are younger than my little brother. So yeah. it's weird. But like Cam Newton is not. Yeah. Cam Newton is not. He's a guy who doesn't help himself. His shoulders hurt, but nothing else. Like, he doesn't throw at those legs. He doesn't make the best decisions. He's not, like, a very refined quarterback. So when he has a bad shoulder, things go downhill quick, and you could see that. So no wonder they're not going to try and, like, keep him in there. They're not good. Have they been mathematically, I don't think they've been mathematically no. eliminated, but I think it's like one of those zero point, you yeah, know, it's like, like a, done deal. a lot of things have to happen for them to make that shot. Yeah. Um. want to bring up something real quick. Do you know who picked up Nathan Peterman? Did you see that? Did yeah. you see that? Oh, I did. <laughs> Unreal. Mr. Gruden. What are you doing? <laughs> John, John, come on. He's going to try and turn him into the next Rich Gannon. Yeah, you see, was, <laughs> I heard that he's, Gruden said he wanted to, uh, like, hopefully he could restart Nathan Peterman. Like, reset him, pretty so, much. So Buffalo saw something in Peterman, and now Oakland's, not even Oakland, John Gruden sees something in him. What, for, being football guy, Yeah. what are they seeing? Take a stab at it. I, he, he still has to have talent. Like, he's still in the NFL, and he was <clears throat> Excuse me. He was drafted. But it's like, quarterback is kind of like basketball. If your confidence is gone, your game is gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even LeBron ends up, he, gets, he, he loses confidence in a shot, and then he doesn't shoot that well. Nathan Peterman was the same way, but the Bills couldn't put anything around him to help him. I think if Peterman could get in the right situation, not that he would ever be good, but he wouldn't be Nathan Peterman bad. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying if I, I mean, people were down on Nick Foles. Yeah. And now he, he, then he came all the way back and now they treat him like he's some sort of God. Because he is. He brought a Super Bowl to Philly. We will get to that. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You know who will not be seeing any more field time for the near future. Yeah, very, very near or long future probably. Our close personal friend and podcast listener, Josh Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, just lying. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, boost it. Boost the stats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh suspended again. Mental health stuff and addiction stuff. It's nothing to play around about with, you know? So uh yeah. This might be the best thing for him. Yeah, I think. When it when it gets to this point where you really cannot stay clean, there's something bigger, and I think that's out of our hand. <clears throat> I don't feel comfortable speculating on that stuff, and like, you just want yeah. the best for Josh Gordon at this point. He's an athlete, and I, I he's super. How young? Is, how old is he? I'm Probably like, younger than us. Almost thirty. No. What? You think so? Yeah, I think he's like got it. He he's been away from football almost as long as he's been in it. That's true. So it kind of doubles um, how old you think he'd be. I got a question for you, though. Yeah. With some of these, he's 27. Oh. He was born four months, four months prior to me and three months prior to you, if I'm doing my math correctly. Interesting. I'm, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> uh, my question to you is, with these new football leagues, like the AAF and the XFL... Yeah. Being more quote unquote player friendly with these, I think the AAF is the one that I've heard that's like more player friendly. The one is it the one that uh, Ricky Williams is no, running? No, that's the new. There's a new one. There are three now. Okay, there's an AAF, the XFL. What's that one like? The beautiful, beautiful game, something. It's the one that Ricky Williams yeah. is trying to run, but that one specifically is more towards like more player friendly. Like drug yeah. tests are are a little bit. Um, less or more lenient but do you think he ends up somewhere there i honestly at this point i hope not like just for him like because he didn't say addiction stuff he said mental health wasn't where he wanted it yeah so it's obvious it seems obvious to me by what he's saying that it's not necessarily it's not just a, a drug or an alcohol or whatever that is it's not just a marijuana thing but it's something other than that something bigger almost like the the Everson Griffin thing this year, where he had to take the time. Sometimes the best, best thing is get out, get away from the football. Get away from the spotlight, where people can't see you, and just, because like, see yourself as a human, almost, yeah. you know, instead of a football player. Yeah. You know what I mean? From what I understood, again, this is, this is listening to radio and stuff like that, I, I think it's like an anxiety thing. Which still, like, that's... Yeah, yeah get that's get bad. away from it all. Um, and I think Josh Gordon needs that. Get away from it. Well, that's part one, right? It's yeah. him being getting better. But then part two is, when it comes down to it, the facts are, he violated, again, his probation. That's yeah. a fifth strike. Is he even going to be allowed back in? I would be very surprised. I mean, he's already missed, what, over a year? He had to miss over a year because of the same thing? Yeah. So yeah. if he did it again, it's like, okay. Just because Where? people... I don't think the NFL – the NFL still has to follow, follow its rules whether you feel like they're arcane rules or not. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But football-wise, football-wise, this is going to be rough. <laughs> yes. It's going to be rough for the Patriots. I agree. I agree. But they're the Patriots. They can still get over stuff. Nick Foles is now playing again because of Carson Wentz broken back, and he beat the Rams. Well, he didn't beat the Rams. His team beat the Rams. He led his team. Although people would lead you to believe that he was the one to beat the Rams, you seem like you, you're a big Nick Foles guy. Big Nick Foles guy, and I don't know what I'm. You yes. know me. I attach on to stories very quickly, and teams very yeah. quickly. I I like to I like to ride I like to ride uh, I like to ride the hot hand, <laughs> and Nick Foles has got the hot hand. I'm gonna say one thing on this. People, calm down. This is not going to be like last year. It's not going to happen. You don't know that. The Eagles aren't as good. Yes, not be, just because of him, because of everyone else. <laughs> they have like five people hurt in the secondary of their defense. <laughs> like This is not going to happen. Yes, he beat the Rams who are falling apart, it seems, and they can't stop themselves. But Give the man it, credit. It, he didn't, what did he really do? He handed the ball off a bunch of times, and then he he made a couple of throws into the air where like Alshon Jeffrey, who seems to be like seven feet tall, just came down with them. But that was a that was mostly the Rams. That was less to do about foals and more to do about the Rams' defense. They were atrocious. You hate to you hate you hate to give a man credit. I am and a you love to break. You, you best come correct, and you have to earn my respect. You are. So It's funny. <laughs> Civilian at Walsh Disney is the most positive guy I know. On the mic at Walsh Disney will tear an mf her down. <laughs> hey, Nick Foles. <laughs> bah humbug. <laughs> exactly. Bah humbug to Nick Foles. <laughs> um, you know, speaking of bah humbug. Yeah. Transitioning to the NBA. Yeah. Anthony Davis basically said bah humbug to the rumors the speculation that's coming out surrounding him potentially playing with LeBron James in the city know of if Los he Angeles. He said, Bahumbug. He said, "I didn't care about it, or I don't care." Uh, I forgot the exact quote, but it I was, feel like he's he shut trapped. it down. No, I feel like he's trapped. I, I honestly, this is going to happen, in my opinion. I hope not. I, I feel like this is going to happen, and but what can he say? Yeah, because if he says like, "Oh, that that'd be awesome," whatever. Then New Orleans is gonna hate him. He is all they have. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get hate either way. You know where I'd like to see him go? Where? If he leaves, I'd like to see him one. Portland. My, no, my <laughs> scenarios. Top scenario is he stays. Second option. Why and be nobody? I don't know, man. I just like I like I like Dame because he's just sticking in Portland. I like yeah. AD because he's that. like he's gonna ride and he seems like that guy. But when you have that talent, you have options. Yeah. And I'm not going to knock a man from moving, but I would like to see him go to Boston rather than... Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, rather than L.A. That would be fun. Um, I'm dealing with that. I'm dealing with that. Yeah. I just want someone to beat the Warriors. Yeah. That's, my, that's on my uh, Christmas list. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to James Harden and his travel around the world. His trip that he took. Yeah. That was over, like, he, that was multiple counties that he was going over. Yeah. He's a (laughs) violation in multiple counties. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's, uh, that was crazy. But again, we talked about this pre show. Yeah. How it's all the NBA's fault. You can't, yeah, you can't (laughs) knock Harden. He tried something, it was a clear violation, clear travel. What was his quote? What, you want me to tell him myself? Yeah, he's not going like to tell him himself. Dude, he's poking fun at it. He's having fun. He knows he traveled. It, who messed up the NBA and the referees. Like, dude. Your boy. Your boy Silver messed up by allowing this to happen. Oh, don't even All put that he wanted silver. was, oh, players get to do whatever they wanted. So I'm going to change the rule to this gather shit. Where they get to gather before they're shot, and now there is no hard and fast rule. Harden fast rule, you see what I did there? Yes. And that's why he gets to get get away with this stuff. It's all, it, all it's all Adam Silver's fault in my mind. I'm fine with the gather. hard and gathered twice. <laughs> 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 you, you know, I'm right? Yeah, it was just it was, too catastrophe. Far. Yeah, too far. Speaking of catastrophes. Chris Paul's hamstrings, officially catastrophes. Out again. Out again. Man, he's old. Two to three weeks. Um, the Houston Rockets currently holding down the eighth spot in the Western Conference. Um, God, they were so good They gave up their last year. <laughs> and what? tell me what's changed. Their defensive identity has yeah. changed. It's just like you were this close and then you decided it was like he tore the whole thing down. Tried to... Why is that what your decision was? Why did he do that? It's... It's... I see it as a classic case of trying to be the smartest guy in the room. Yeah. Don't F around if you're like... You know, maybe make incremental tweaks if you're like super close. Dude, you changed that roster. Yeah. And then you wanted to... You went and added Mellow. Who thought that was a good idea? No (laughs) one. No (laughs) one. Yeah. So, tell me right now, do the Rockets make it in the playoffs this year? In the playoffs? Yes. Yes. Okay. But they don't go... They're definitely not... Do they make it higher than a sixth seed? I don't know. So five or above? I would go... Five or above? S- he, no. So six, seven, or eight? I would go six, seven. That's kind of what I'm feeling, too. Uh, can you even believe Rick Pitino is back coaching? He had to go all the way to Greece. He, I bet you he can't even pronounce the, the team he's coaching for. I can't either. But apparently, no, it's some super, some super, some super, it. like some big power. It's over a there. big, yeah. yeah. And if you have a high-profile team like this, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Rick Pitino's not even that good of a. I mean, well, they probably yes. don't even know about the things he's done over there. How do you not? Well, they might. You got to vet a guy. But you know? at least, like, he's not coaching here anytime soon. So this is his only option. Europe doesn't care about that stuff. He should. They've have. got FIFA. And it's not like the most corrupt thing in the world. Yeah, it's like almost as bad as cycling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. you know what I mean? Cycling is bad. Um, yeah. No, I have nothing to say more on Rick Bettino. This I just said. Yeah. Like, screw to Rick Bettino. He should just go to a, into a cave and just. I'm out on Rick Pitino. Yeah. Out. <laughs> out. Been out for a been out for a while. Um, How do you feel about T-Mobile? Um, I was out on T-Mobile baseball. about a year and a half ago Yeah. once I switched to Verizon, but now T-Mobile is again affecting my life. Take it away <laughs> with the story. Going to baseball, uh, T-Mobile has, has signed a 25-year deal with the Mariners for naming rights of their, whatever you want to call it, field, their stadium, their, they're calling it a park. It will now be, instead of Safeco Field, it will now be T-Mobile Park. This is crazy. This is this is one of those things that just doesn't feel right for a while. It's uh You always remember those things like the Modus the Modus Center, once yeah. it was changed from the Rose Garden. Yeah. Uh it's, people were up in arms. Oh yeah. Um now that I feel like they're used to it. Yeah. I, do you feel like this that'll happen with this? I don't know if it'll ever feel right, but maybe it just won't feel wrong anymore in a couple of years. Yeah. I, I can see that. I just, I don't like it. Safeco Field doesn't even feel like a park. You know, there's yeah. some there's some baseball, uh, let's just call them a re, uh, stadiums Stadiums that feel like parks. But again, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, open fields. Yeah, there's a bunch like of things to do. Safeco, it's enclosed. It's yeah. cool. It's nice. But you got the roof and everything like that. It's not a park. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I don't know. Do you have anything on this? Do you like? the naming convention park for a a baseball field though i'm fine with that yeah i'm i i I almost think it's uh it's a wily vet move to change it to park away from if it was t mobile field that would feel too much like you're trying to go with the safe co field like going all the way to park like you're almost saying this is completely different yeah here's the severing point We'll, we'll move on uh yeah. Okay, I didn't see it like that at it's first. It's almost a helper to the people who are don't feel right about it. Yes. You know? I get, okay, now I understand it. At first, I didn't like it. Um, I see parks. I see the naming convention park as being more historic, like Fenway and stuff oh, like yeah, that. maybe. And I feel like in my mind, I reserve parks for more historic fields. Yeah. Of historic significance. Yeah. That's what I can't get over in my head. I like that. I like that. But... Uh, again, in baseball, last story in baseball. This is actually really kind of a big deal. So, the Major League Baseball, the MLBPA, and Cuba have signed a deal that pretty much helps Cuban players get to get to come over and play baseball. Uh, I don't know how much like people know about like Cuban players when they were signed and stuff. They had to defect. They weren't. They didn't just come here on a plane. They had to pretty much be smuggled over. Um, and there have been players like like Yasiel Puig had to do that. He had to he had to be smuggled out, and it wasn't safe. Then they're having to deal with like gangs and stuff like that who can help them get out. You know what I mean? Like they're having to deal with people who are not safe people mm-hmm. to get here just to try and help their lives and play baseball. Well, cause I'm pretty sure there's a, a 30 for 30 on this, but there's like, they're called handlers just like in, yeah. in high school basketball, like uh, high profile basketball recruits, you know, who might not be in a uh, good family situation. They have these quote unquote handlers yeah. and these handlers get like ba- it's such it's so shady, it is. but these guys will get basically a commission off of a kid, or you know, if they hit the NBA, then they're kind of expecting like, hey, yeah, you know, I helped you through these times, and but in 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 this situation, you're dealing like you said with gangs and everything like yeah. that, and you're and, leaving your family down there. Yeah, exactly. And you have no you have no contact with them, and and now you are a piece of property, basically being yeah. sold to handlers. These and they'll come after. There have been stories of gangs and stuff like that kidnapping family members of baseball players well this is why Mm -hmm. so this deal and there are veteran baseball players i say i still hear from gangs and stuff i still get ransom demand i still get like money demands from these people that helped me leave cuba so like this is a huge deal that'll pretty much eliminate all of those things and help cuban players help the cuban like kind of their farm systems or whatever It'll help everybody involved and make it way safer. Make it all legal at this point, which it hasn't been. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, big no. deal. Big big two thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, big deal in college football. Signing day was yesterday, I believe. I believe yesterday was like the big early signing day. Yeah. It was, it was yesterday. So far, these are the top classes. Bama, Georgia, Texas A&M, LSU, Clemson. And then number six is Oregon. So uh kind of kind of crazy i don't like signing day. <laughs> it's uh, such why? a big deal it's so like these are high school kids and they're like tv crews there and it's all like glorification of these kids these are kids let's just settle down let them sign a letter of intent like we had one cool story come from a kid who had um a, a, a another student with disability like say it for him but For the most part, usually it's just like, hey, look at me. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. So uh, signing day, I'm kind of off on. It's cool. It's almost like college football's draft. But it seems shadier to me. Yeah. I don't know. I can't get over that. No, I'm going to back everything you just said. I can't remember the exact fact. So um, please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure listeners will uh, get at us um, and correct me. But um, why this is significant, uh, I guess, for our Duck fans out there is, you know, Oregon finally having a top, what is that, one, two, three, four, five, six recruiting class like in the nation, like that's significant. No team has ever um, won the national title with a recruiting class less than, I think it was ninth. Hmm. Or something like that, and there was a couple other stats that I was looking at um, around the significance of signing days and top classes and stuff like that. Um, again, these are all you know historic numbers and stuff like that. It's not going to say hey, it's not proven yeah. that hey Oregon's going to be you know in the college football playoffs next teams year. Aren't even done. Exactly, but it's, it's, you know, a nod to uh, Coach Cristobal and his uh, recruiting efforts, and I think he's just a stud on those recruiting trips, and I think he's... he's well, this is what you can expect. You yeah. You know, it's like, this is kind of what they're known for at this point. Yeah, and uh, doing, like, a great... Had a great run with uh, Southern California kids, picking a couple um, guys right underneath um, USC's nose um, and uh, also, here I believe Mario has a uh, a big um, connection down in Florida as well. You know, he played at Miami. Played at Miami. Um, Miami. Still has a bunch of contacts down there, so he's uh, pulling uh, pulling from both re- fertile recruiting grounds of Southern California and um, and the state of Florida. And that you know, it's speaking for itself. His it's, 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 uh, efforts are speaking for itself. Yeah, is anybody surprised that the top five are like Southern? Hours, Texas A and kind of slid in there, and I mean, but didn't who just went there? Um, Jimbo, Did Jimbo yeah. Fisher just go there. This is Jimbo's first year. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's a know, it's a coach, big thing. name coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Bama, Georgia, shocker. Yeah, not really, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is it. That's the news we have for you, and that's. The, that's part one of this podcast Me and Smooth Are going to be back tomorrow With Bales We're all going to be on the mic For the first time In like five months So it's going to be huge It's going to be all of the fun stuff Recess Trivia uh, Random thoughts Like get ready for the fun On part two Episode 45 part two Coming out tomorrow Make sure you get all our opinions On this week's news From part two one that you're listening to now tune in tomorrow we'll see you then we came we saw we kicked its ass thank you very little i hate goodbyes it's over go home go